On this episode, Roy Williams doubles down, John Beeline has a slip of tongue, Dickie V is back on his bullshit, and what would have happened if Zion came back to Duke? Give me that green light. Give me the green light. Give me just one night. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go. Welcome, everybody, to episode 50 of the Green Light Podcast, POC, E-Frage, back 50 at episodes. it. 50 episodes, milestone uh, for the Tau Boys. The Ralph Sampson number. Wow. I had a lot to. of Zach Randolph. Who else? Who else? Great 50s. Corey Maggetti. Let's go. 50s and <clears throat> basketball. I'll, I'll, Those are three good I'll, off I mean, the top. Good, I mean, yeah. Ralph Sampson. I think you're wearing a shoot. No, no, no. I thought okay. you were rocking the Ralph. I usually do. Good um, 50s. David Robinson? Yeah, it's got to be right. And there's going to be someone that we're not thinking of right now that I know. Those are good like three off the dome, though. Greatest 50. Yeah, David Robinson. Yeah. He's number one. Yeah. Well, 50 episodes. Appreciate everybody listening. Um, I know it's been a while. We took a nice little hiatus for uh, Christmas and New Year and all that good stuff. Hope everyone had a great time. You um, didn't miss much, though. No, you didn't miss much. If you've been watching college basketball, it's obviously uh, been an interesting year. Um a lot of talent went to the pros. A lot of talent went overseas, which we we're going to get into. Before all that, we want to dive into Roy Williams' comments about his team. Um, oh, Roy. He, I mean, you really can't paint it any other way other than he completely threw his team under the bus. Um, basically, the quote was... And also, like, shot, not shot himself in the foot, but, like... He did. Damned himself. In yeah. The same read, yeah. Read the quote for uh, people that didn't hear this. Yeah, I will pull it up, but... Um, he basically, he 100 percent threw his team out of the bus. But basically said, um, "This is the least gifted team uh, that he's ever coached." Which, you know, that's just not something you say ever. I mean, unless it's to a spouse, a wife, a, a friend, a, your coaching you can, staff. You maybe? can allude to that, but you can't come out and be like, "Yeah, these kids just aren't gifted." Like, and it wasn't even like he prefaced like, oh, it's they're they're not, but they're the most hardworking bunch I've ever had. It was just like, in the full context. Let's, let me see this. He said on his and this is on his radio show on Monday. We stunk. Okay, we we're not very good. The crazy thing about it is our team, and we've had some very gifted teams. This is not a very gifted team. It's just not. And then this might honestly be not a worse quote, but just as bad. So if you're going to be like that, you got to bring your A game, he said. Even though your A game may not even be in A game, you got to bring your best game to play on game day. Like, I mean, I really can't get over the fact that him, I mean, he he's not a first-year coach. He's not this, like, new guy on the block, like... He understands what this means and what this comes across as. Actually, as I say, he understands. He clearly doesn't because the next press conference that came out either uh, today or yesterday um, is him doubling down on his take and basically being confused that anyone would be upset about that and trying to spin it like, hey, when I have talented teams, I say we won because we were the most talented, not because we tried you know, the hardest or we played the best, but we were the most talented or the most gifted. 
hey, that's great, man. Yeah. Uh, we know you've had talent. You've recruited talent. You, you've had gifted players. To We haven't even gotten to the point about how ludicrous it is for a head coach to complain about the talent when you recruit the talent. We haven't even gotten there yet. But just from a sheer um, coaching perspective, who would ever say this out loud? It is funny. Has anyone so, ever said that I just went back and looked. I wanted to see, and obviously this isn't his full preseason press conference, but I wanted to see like if his tune changed or if he – because I don't remember him like – lowering the expectations that much but to be fair on him he did like the art title of this article is from the daily or from the daily tar heel it basically says before notre dame opener roy williams addresses robinson injury and inexperience and it basically says he says it's been the most difficult preseason trying to get your team ready i've ever had talks about so how young the team is and then literally it ends with talent always wins williams says but experienced talent really wins so he was kind of like alluding. alluding to it early. Yeah, but that's a that's a fine and, thing. And to obviously, say. and you can't like that's a fine you can't thing expect, to say. And you can't expect Cole Anthony to go down. You can't. Yeah, expect, brutal. They've had horrible um, injuries. I'm losing, forgetting the other kid, their other kid, freshman from Virginia that just tore his ACL and out for the season. Um, completely blanking on. Um, but either way, I mean, if you're Anthony going, Harris, Anthony Harris, yeah. and like they still like Baycott was obviously a big time crew. Garrison Brooks, but like you have these guys. It's one thing to be like, hey, guys, like, you know, it's a young team. Like, we're, we're, we're learning, we're developing, we're growing. It falls on me as the coach to, like, develop these. Like, yes. there's certain ways you can come out yep. and say that. Yeah. Not like, the way he said it. And, and then like, to, here's the thing. I mean, what's crazier, the fact that he said it or the fact that he doubled down? I mean, he literally came he out and was like, I'm shocked that you guys are shocked. What do you mean? I'm I, thinking, I said it a fine thing. And my thing, too, is, like, Especially if if they're friend, like Cole Anthony's friends with like all these young kids in yeah. high school basketball, like national kids, they all play together. So if Cole, so if this kid comes into, or if Roy Williams comes in your living room, you're a high school recruit. He's like, and he bring you in, like you're you would be so perfect, and our and he's like, well, I'm friends with Cole, and I'm friends with Armando, and, and you and, like, and you what said, were yeah. you telling them the same thing in their living room? But then all, said that they're not, they're the least talented team ever. Like it just, it, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of Roy Williams to begin with, mostly just because of my hatred for North Carolina. But I also, I just, but I have respect for him. He's an unbelievable yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah. I just don't, I don't. There's a, I don't think a lot of coaches could get away with this, to be honest with that. And I think not it, saying that he is, people are like, this yeah, is people a wild, are like, what are you this saying? This is pretty man. wild. Uh, I think there's a a theme on this um, episode of the podcast of of old coaches saying things they they didn't mean to say. Yeah. Um, which is a perfect transition into John Beeline and. Um, he uh, basically news broke yesterday, uh, Woj bomb, uh, which was just a weird Woj bomb because I usually read him really quick and I'm like, okay, it's about a player, I, an injury yeah. or whatever. And then I, I saw read, the second Woj tweet before I saw the yes, first one. So and so I was like, wait a second, apologize for. I was like, for wait what? a second, we go look at this first one. Yeah. So basically, uh, the Cavs um, players and the staff were watching. Uh, they were in a film session and um, Beeline essentially said, hey, we're not playing like a bunch of thugs anymore. Um, he has since come out and apologized, you know, a pretty emotional apology. Claiming um, that, that, but he, also claiming that he, he was supposed to, he, he meant, to, meant say, to say slugs yes. and didn't realize, like saying Instead they were of slow, they were slow yeah. and it was supposed to be a compliment and, I mean, and just can't, and he goes and his staff told him afterwards, I, and I, I'm a John Beale fan. I think you are too. Yeah. I, I think mean, we, as, as a coach. I was Big hoping fan. that this was going to turn out a lot better. 
Yep. Um, I thought it was going to be rough in the beginning, which it is. It has been. Um, and if you've been paying attention, obviously you've seen the Kevin Love outbursts and a yeah, lot it's of been it's a rough. veteran players hate Beeline. And we've said before, he has his own terminology. He calls like down screens donuts. He yep. calls like, he has his own. He does. He calls these wacky names for his, which is it's hard to do that when you've got, especially when Kevin Love and they claim he's thought that he was going to be on a competing team. That's why he re-signed even after LeBron left. Yep. Tristan Thompson, like. It's I get yeah if Darius Garland and um, these young and like Kevin Porter Jr. and Colin Sexton like yeah those kids are like 20, 21 years old you can probably get away with that because you're building a foundation yeah but when they you don't mix know. that with veterans that are still trying to compete and have succeeded at the highest level recently they're not about to just learn a whole new thing just because that's what I, you've done exactly your whole life. and I they're said this not gonna I do said it. this on today I was like there's a difference I think in having veterans like Kevin Love that want to compete, want to win, they're still kind of in their prime, their legacy, versus veterans like Jared Dudley, like Vince Carter, that their focus right now is is being like the veteran guy. Yeah, like Kevin yeah, yeah. Love is like, I still want to being be a superstar. A I want to be that. Like, yeah. There's yeah. a difference. So if the Cavs were like – if if they shipped off TT, if they shipped off Kevin Love, Clarks, all these guys, and they just were kind of bare bones, okay, maybe, maybe it's a they like adjust a little better. Also, but then now and then obviously this that's completely beside the point that he's like slip if if he meant to say it if he didn't mean to say it yeah i think look like this is um this is the first time i think john not not pat beeline uh, but the first time that john beeline <laughs> has ever really been in any sort of i i, I now listen like I'm, it, this is not a scandal but i don't no, really no. know what else to call it like any sort of negative press about him, maybe it's negative ever. news. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just negative, negative news. So you can't, you know. I think we're like a very quick to judge society, and I think um, you know things happen and people make mistakes, and I think that's probably what this was. He came out and apologized profusely for it. it seems like um, Colby Altman, the GM, went out there and talked to the guys, and the guys, the team was pretty understanding. So put that on pause. Let's talk about Kevin Love <laughs> because. Look, like people get emotional uh, in games. I, I that think was a tantrum. He yes, and you know he's since come out and and apologized for it again and and just said, look, like you know I can't I can't act like that. I think my problem is, you know, you knew what you were doing when you signed here, like yeah. you you knew the 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 horse that led you to water was gone. Exactly, and he said is he was resigned after LeBron left. But he also, and he said under the premise, Kobe always said, we're going to still try and compete. We're still going to try and do this. Okay, well, they were, like, look at before LeBron when they still, when it was Kyrie there, still weren't very good. Yeah, like, not so saying it's on the apples to apples, but, like, you know when you sign that, you're not, like, recruiting, you're not just you're going not recruiting to the, KD or Kyrie to yeah, come back to Cleveland. You're yeah, not, and getting, you're not going to win right away. You're probably going to be on your own as the superstar and maybe some complimentary pieces around you. Yep. But, like, Kobe Altman telling you we're going to try to compete doesn't mean, hey, I'm going to be able to bring in Giannis. I'm going to be able to bring in Anthony Davis and do this. Like, that's – you got to have realistic expectations. So I think at the end of the day, he does know – or he did know what he's getting himself into. Yeah. Now, whether he's happy or not. Yeah, and it's like, look, story. man, like, you know, you, you made your bed. You know, you got to play in it. Um, and And – that's really it. Like, I don't really feel bad. I never really feel bad for these athletes that are, like, stuck on a bad team for a year. You made the decision, what, a year ago? A year and a half? When he ever, two years, maybe? Yeah. He signed his extension. I don't remember. Um, 
It's one thing, yeah. Like Anthony Davis, like you're drafted there. You're saying, yeah, hey, I'm yeah. not going to resign. I have a year off, so if you want to get something for me, yeah, yeah. trade me. I think that's different, that's different than Kevin Love. You made a decision. You could have left. Signing there, re-signing when LeBron, like after year one, yeah. re-signing again to come back, yeah. that's very different. So yeah. I, I, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't think Kevin Love has like a bad reputation, but like – how does no, that look? I if you're a rookie so. or if you're a young guy on that team, like, are you like the the president that he's setting and the like? I'm just gonna like storm off. You're like the I, the the one on the bench bothers me less. Like yeah, coming yeah, to the yeah. bench and hitting a, 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 yeah. a chair. Like okay, I mean, who cares? I you know I think he sure like some people were saying he showed up his teammates a little bit, whatever. But I I think the one where he is so fed up. There's two of them. The one on defense where he's truly just walking. It's hysterical. Yeah. And then the other one where Colin Sexton's dribbling and he's like yelling. Like, like, yo, like be- do yeah. something. And then, but then Beeline's yelling at him to like just basically run to the top of the key and reverse the ball. And basically, Because yeah. he had this like – who was on But there was, was another – There was, was another tweet. Chris Paul was on him. And basically I think Kevin Love was like, how are we not exploiting yeah. this? Yeah. And Beeline's yelling basically for a set for him – whether it, it was first, he thought he was gonna set a ball screen, but literally the only action he runs, he runs to the top of the screen and then just reverses it and and but, but and then by the throws time, it at, yeah, it was a horrible shoots. pass. And by the time he even could reverse it, there was like three seconds on the on shot, shot clock, clock, so he literally had to catch and shoot it. I there was another tweet that someone um, broke down the play a little bit more and basically was like, I think what happened here is that Beeline called a play and Tristan Thompson didn't run it, so I don't oh, even think K Love was supposed to come up. And he was, oh, and he, so he, he just, really wasn't yelling at Colin. He was just like, are you, like, what is going on? Yeah. We're, we're calling plays and not running I them. thought it was, yeah. Exactly. So I think there was a little confusion there. No one, you know, who knows. But, um, you know. One, I, one quick note on Kevin Love, though. I would love, I wish we could get Fat Kevin Love back for, like, one season, though. It's Fat Kevin Love. Talk about a glow incredible. up. Bro, there's, I, I was talking to this Kelly. Like, I don't who think had a, realized, who, like, who had a better glow up, Kyle Korver or Kevin Love? Kevin Love because... Oh, like, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Corver, I'm sorry. sorry. Corver just had the mind. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, Butler. Yes. Jesus. Gordon Hayward. Gordon um, Hayward. You know how Hayward, ugly though, that dude was, was in college? Like, and he was like a little kid. Now he's diesel. Is, but like, it, the thing is like Kevin Love was chunky. I, yeah, he was, he was... And, and he had the tough cut. He had like the buzz cut. Yeah, the buzz cut. Dude, the fact he like gave all this money to UCLA for their practice facility and they have like this big picture of him in his and UCLA chunky. jersey and it's like, doesn't look like the same player. Yeah, he's got to go back retake it now. But good for him. I mean, yeah. And he's, I'm, he's listen, got I'm, going, I'm going he's got Gordon an, though. The thing is, he's got Gordon NBA. plays with hair product in his hair during a game. That's a glow up. Yeah, fair, fair enough. But he goes... Kevin Love, at this point in his career, he's... Made a bunch of all star teams. Yeah, he's won yeah, an NBA yeah. championship. He's got a ton of money, as he apparently said to Kobe Altman. Finally, I got plenty of money. That was awesome. <laughs> and and he's had an all time NBA glow up. Like what? I mean, it's I a good, get, and he's and he's not married, but he's with uh, a model. I can't I'm remember. Pretty sure, yeah. And like, She's, dude, good for you. Smoke. You spend forty nights of the year, sixty nights of the year in Cleveland. Just go back to the West Coast in the yeah, offseason. Right. Like, I get it. Yeah, you're a competitive dude, and they'll probably will trade him. He'll get in a better yeah, spot. Yeah, I think they but will like, because someone, a um, someone who can win it now will go after him. Yeah, he's got a lot of money. And there's rumors about going himself. back to LA, which would be hilarious. But um, okay, let's jump to, back to college basketball. Back to college basketball. Um, well, actually, no, we're gonna stay in the NBA oh. with Zion really ah, quick. Yeah. Um, little, so, little, little so merge. yeah, so Zion Williamson went on the uh, the JJ Reddick podcast and told a, a sentence that I still don't think 
the world believes, but basically that after the season he wanted he explains like the whole situation. Yeah, that he wanted to go back to Duke, um, which is just ridiculous to even think about. Like at what point? Like anybody, he goes, yeah, the day that I had to make a decision by, I was like, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I mean, he said, look, like he he really loved it there, and he wanted to win a national championship, and he just felt like his um, his time wasn't done, and. His mom, he actually said his mom was, like, behind him. His mom, they basically said it. Like, Coach K was wasn't. Like, she was, like, yeah, he basically, Coach she K said, was like, what are you he talking was, my about? mom was like, I'll have your back, like, no matter what decision you want. So she was behind me. He's like, but then she talked with my stepfather. Yeah, it's like, look, you worked your whole Coach life Coach K definitely wouldn't let me. You're giving me the like, number one pick. He's like, you've worked your whole, basically, to get to that point, why give it up? He, well, You know what's crazy? Here's something to think about. Because we always talk about, like, does going back to college hurt you? Would it hurt your chances? Whatever. You know, maybe you get hurt, which now, look, he went to the NBA. And, you know, and I think, you know, obviously his knee was not um, super healthy going into the league. You know, anyway. So who knows what would have happened to Duke. But um, do you think he would have been the first ever player projected to go number one two years in a row? Has there been a player that, because we haven't seen one not go. Like, if you're projected number one. I'm out. Thanks you. Thanks so much yeah. for the one year in college, and I'm going. I mean, maybe like was Carl Anthony Towns one. He went one overall. Yeah. Anthony Davis probably would. Anthony Davis is a good example. Like they would. If he gone, didn't go, he was projected number one. one yeah. He would have definitely. And here's a perfect like absolutely because look at college basketball this year, which is a good transition. Like it's down. It's really bad. And the top five projected Let draft picks see, now are like, like okay. Picks. What's the number, first overall draft pick? Yeah, let's go through. Like, like who, who do we think? We'll, we'll do the last decade. We'll do 2010. Like who would have gone over who? So 2010 was John Wall. 2011 was Kyrie Irving. Ah, that's that's close. Like that's I don't pretty know. Pretty close. Kyrie like didn't play that's, that much. Yeah, like so was like John Wall been number one? Probably not though. Probably like, not. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Could have. Who knows? Um... The next one, then Kyrie Anthony Davis. Kyrie's uh, not getting drafted one over Anthony Davis. Nope. The next one's the honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen. What Anthony is this? Davis was twenty twelve. Twenty thirteen was Anthony Bennett. Bennett. Oh yeah. Okay. So Anthony Davis. So, yep. Anthony it's a Davis. Perfect would, year. Anthony Davis would have gone number one overall, probably for the next like three. Yeah, it was Anthony Davis, then Anthony Bennett, then Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, AD over and, all three. Over all three. Then you get to Carl Anthony Towns, which hmm. was the best pick obviously between the two. Uh, or between okay. Those. It goes Towns and then Ben Simmons. I think Towns still would go over. Well, eh. Oh, Simmons man, wasn't that's tough. I, that's think, I think I would rather have If Towns had come back, yeah, probably. And then next, then Ben Simmons, and then goes Markel Fultz. I mean, yeah, but here's the thing. Knowing what we, we know yeah, now, hindsight, sure. Yeah, and, but, okay. And then Fultz and then DeAndre Ayton. Hmm. That's kind of like those that's are, a they're wash. not you know, give them our bus picks, but like we haven't even seen very much. No, we got to yeah. give them more time. And then Zion right now, and then and easily, and then and what's projected ESPN for? And this year it's going to be it's probably going to be either James Wiseman or Ball. It's going to be Lamelo, or it's going to be um, Anthony Edwards from Georgia. Yeah, ESPN wrote an article It's the weird going to be the weirdest NBA draft of all mm-hmm. time because one Wiseman Wiseman's done. Yeah, Lamelo is playing in in Australia. Anthony Edwards has been super inconsistent. He's like up and down. He probably and then like Cole Anthony's hurt. Yeah. Um, like there's just very no weird. and there's a ton of first round European guys too. So it's very, very odd. Zion yeah. obviously would easily go number one. And you know, I think if like Cam went, if RJ had stayed in school, RJ would go number one. Probably. You would say, which is and, and same with obviously John Morant. Yeah. Well, any of those three guys, I think, would be one this year, and that speaks more of the product. But like. 
college I think, but in transitioning this into just like the state of the product of college basketball. Yeah, perfect. I think there was a this quote. I think it was including all maybe it was first, second, and third team. I don't think it was including honorable mention as well. But of the fifteen All ACC players oh, last yeah. year, is that yeah. pulled up? Yeah, yeah. Let's I was just gonna, yeah, same page, baby. Let's right. Episode awesome. fifty. Look where we are. Let's go, baby. So episode. You're 50. right. You're spot on. Of the fifteen players, players first, second, one, and thirteen. One plus two. Two. Oh, two. Yep. Uara and John Mooney. Mooney was third team. Must have been. And both. S- yeah, they were both third team selections. So out of fifteen, and this goes for probably all the leagues. I mean, we really have to dig into it. But the product of college basketball this year is down. And it's not just from the top down. I mean, it's from the local New York City schools that we've gone and watched. I mean, it's, it's everybody. It's, it's, um, it's not. And it's just not, it's not enjoyable. And, and Big 12 basketball, I watched like, uh, who did I watch last night? Whoever Texas played. I can't, Oklahoma maybe. Um, the game was terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm lo- yeah. Offensively, like, it's bad. Think, and we're going to obviously focus on the ACC yeah, as a yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah. But, like, even just last year, so the first team was Zion, RJ, Cam Johnson from UNC, Ky- and then Kyle Guy. Um, second team was Luke May, Kai Bowman, Ty Jerome, uh, Kobe White, Kerry Blackshear Jr. So all ten of those guys Gone. are in the NBA right now playing except for Kerry Blackshear's at Florida. Um, like Kai Bowman's starting in Golden State because, and so like all those are obviously really, really good players. Third team, Nora, Marquise Reed at Clemson, Tyus Battle, Nikhil Alexander Walker, John Mooney. Um, and then, yeah, the freshman team was Zion, RJ, Kobe White, Xavier Johnson from Pitt, and then Trey Jones. So, and like Trey Jones yeah, is, okay. when you look at your casual college great, basketball great fan, point guard. Yeah. that's like the one, like there's not, you don't, there's not a lot of star, but like everyone, you know, Trey Jones. Maybe you know, like, yeah, maybe you don't you know Devin Dotson or can't? Like, do you know, maybe. like, Peyton Azubuki. Pritchard? Do you know, I guess you know Azabuki, but it's like... No, there's not... Laura, th- yeah, like, I mean, last year was insane. Last I year mean, the Zion wild. show was, was absurd. Um, and even, like, with the ACC, which usually gets eight, nine, they, they're flirting with double digits. They're going to get five this year. Um, I mean, most likely, Duke, not most likely, but Duke, Louisville, Virginia. I still think, that, I mean, they'll be fine. Florida State and NC State are like the five right now that were listed as tournament teams in um, Lenardi's brackets. So that's not great. Like, and which is, and I don't know how your consensus number one top conference. I think we have a bias because our. I think it's the Big Ten, but they're not great either. But like normally, I think like the past few years, you say ACC like. Oh yeah, you mean exactly overall has been like the premier conference, and when that premier conference is so down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let, run through the standings right now. Um, I've got – I think I've got them pulled up. But, like, so obviously Duke is – is Duke the only undefeated uh, – no, no. Duke's the only undefeated in conference. Yeah, then, the ACC. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Duke, obviously touching your boys, they had a little bit of a scare against Georgia Tech last night. They did. Um, Big scare. The one thing I am impressed with them, and you've obviously watched them more than me, they are better defensively. They're getting better defensively. Only team mind. that is in – only I think only rank, yeah it has to be ranked but I, um, Ken Palm tweeted it only team that's in top five in both offensive and defense which is what we every like, always we yeah always so I always pick like, them to win a national title yep. like, you have always. to be top fifteen or whatever so Duke's number one and I think and but it's such a get better I just I, I don't have complete faith in Duke more so because I'm judging them off of like other years teams I think other years teams are better but you have to but looking at it in this space um, yeah like even just like like let's normally normally. 
yeah, okay, Duke is is really good and they're good this year. So yep. forget them. Florida State's always in the mix, always going to like Sweet Sixteens, flirting with Elite yeah. Eights. Um, they're four and one and fourteen yeah. and two, so they're doing what they need to do. Virginia, of course, um, you know, down year in terms of talent, but they'll they'll you guys will get in. Just the thing based is, they still on, have number one defense and yeah, yeah, just the offense. If they that's the thing, it's like if they can put together some like games where they actually shoot the ball well, yeah, yeah, they can beat like plenty of teams. Yeah, the problem is when you shoot. 27% oh. from three as a team, which is what they're shooting overall in the season, you're just putting so much pressure on, like, they don't, like, we said this from the jump, they don't have a go-to score. No. You can't, like, they literally, when they were Diakite down, just they were down do three, all, they were down three to BC the night, and he basically ran Diakite off a screen for three. That's like your, which like, is your 6'10 shot blocker, inside-out post player, but they just, uh, Morcel has to get better, Statman has to get better. Kia Clark has to get more consistent, um, but yeah. that's where they are. Yeah, I mean the, the ACC I'm this not mad year. About it, it's by any means. it's almost just like a conference in flux. So like you know, Virginia at the top, Louisville it's whatever. Should, Louisville should be better. Yeah, I mean, and they're three and one in the conference, which is fine. But like Boston College is three and one. They have no business being three and one. It's so weird. Before you to you, I said that my problem with um, with Louisville and is Jordan Noir has not shown up in their big games at all. Yeah, what are these um, numbers looking like? Let's you see. mentioned that because before. Because it was the, they're all their, their losses, so they've lost to Kentucky in overtime, which was a crazy game. That was I guess we haven't done a pod since then. We but also need to we also need to talk about the Kentucky Louisville. So rivalry. in that yeah, in that Kentucky Louisville game, Nora had he was played thirty nine minutes, was two of ten from the field, one of six from three. He had eight points, um, zero assists, three turnovers. Um, and then they followed that up, obviously, with a loss of Florida State, which I think he played better in, um, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, if Jordan Noir is supposed to be, like, potential national player of the year, if he's supposed to be easy, like, first-team All-ACC player, um, he went – and then their loss against Texas Tech, he went 4 of 16 from the field when they lost to Texas Tech. Um, so that's – hopefully, I know that's easily fixable. If, if that's a glaring weakness, like, hey – if Noir now and now I granted now I said this and their most recent loss to FSU he had 32 on 11 to 15 shooting so it's not just a Nora problem but it is, that was pretty glaring to me in the two games I did watch them that they lost um, now they've got a pretty easy schedule they got at Notre Dame at Pitt but then they go at Duke and they go Georgia Tech Clemson BC NC State Wake Virginia like they really maybe this is me just thinking the ACC is bad but they Louisville has a pretty easy schedule. They only have to play Duke once. They play Virginia twice. I mean, who are you scared to play right now? They do have to play Florida State again on the road. They already okay. lost at home at Florida State. But all of the other games should be wins, to be honest with you. Yeah, but then like, let's like break down, too, the rest of the comp- – So yeah, NC State um, are having just kind of a weird year in terms of some guys are getting hurt. Um, they had a big win over Notre Dame last night. And then I say that like – Ingest like a big win over Notre Dame, who's not good, but like you gotta beat those teams. Like that's NC State exactly, could easily be four and zero. That's what's gonna separate you. They're two and two in the conference. Yep. They're tied with Virginia Tech and Pittsburgh. I yep. have much more faith in NC State than I do in Virginia Tech or Pittsburgh. I agree. And then, but even then, like Virginia Tech, a, a program in flux right now. Yeah, um, brand new coach. Brand they lost new coach. All five starters. I yeah. Think, maybe so like lost one, your best player. One guy back. All their guys. Yes. Um, Pittsburgh, brand new coach, all of a sudden, like, really playing young. well, like, be, yeah, young, like, home. you have no expectations. 
Georgia Tech have been has been battling teams. They're two and three in the ACC, seven and eight overall. Even with their Almost beat Duke band, last yeah. night. Yeah, it's exactly. like crazy. Then you know we talked about UNC earlier. We they know about UNC. that. Like Georgia they Tech beat, beat UNC. Pittsburgh they, beat UNC. They put up ninety six at UNC. It's insane. It was. I think it was twenty four to two. At, no, twenty to two at one point. They it was put insane. Ninety six points in the Dean Dome. Clemson, like this, has to be the last year for Brad Brownell. It, yeah, it has no to be. Way you can. Keep you know, they're one in three. Syracuse, like that's the thing. Like all these teams that are usually really good, like UNC usually top. Syracuse top. One Notre Dame left, really good. Because we skipped over them because they're actually tied for a second. Florida State. We talked about them. The Fighting Eagles. No, we talked Boston. about Boston College. We yeah, we oh, said. I basically okay. just said they shouldn't be three and one. No, that's how weird like, the conference the is. is. Exactly. So Boston College. This is to, to set up. Obviously, we talked about like the first game of the season when they did ACC games. So they beat Wake game Wake going. So they started out season one zero in the conference. Boston College, and obviously these are I'm biased. These are my guys. They lost four straight in a row. They lost to DePaul at home. They lost to St. Louis at home. They lost to they lost at Richmond by twenty points to the rip to an A ten team. They lost by twenty points, and then they lost to Northwestern at home by eighteen. So that was all, and then. Then they go, they beat Notre Dame on the road by one. So they're 2-0 in the ACC. I know, it's unbelievable. They beat Albany, they beat Central Connecticut, they beat Cal. They get smoked by Duke on New Year's Eve, 88-49. And then they get a week to prepare Virginia. They beat Virginia 60-53. Now they get Georgia Tech at home, go at Syracuse, at Wake. You can't tell me that there's no chance they could win the next three games. And be six and one in the ACC. Can you imagine? Maybe, like honestly, maybe Coach, Cr- like they're a home game against Georgia Tech. They can win at Syracuse. Like you have to, you have to shoot well. They need Derek. The most impressive thing to me was they beat Virginia without Derek Thornton, without Nick Popovich, which are by far their best players. And if you're able to do that, yeah, I think you can win at Wake at Syracuse. Now they could grant they could lose two of those three, and they could be four and three. Um, or they could honestly win all three. Came at Duke or BC could, could be you six and one in this conference. That would be how I weird be this surprised. year is. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost all three. I wouldn't be surprised if they won all three. I would hope at this point um, they they move on positively from beating Virginia. Um, but it's just it's a weird weird year for the conference. Um, and obviously we'll touch on other conferences later. But like I think starting with the ACC, it shows that's. The, the whole state of college basketball. I mean, what, we had six number one teams already. We've had yeah, all it's these been insane. It's pretty wild. It's been insane. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting. And I don't uh, – All right, last well, thing. Last, last question I have for you. Yeah. Why, do you think this could be uh, Bayheim's last year? No. You think it'll be I just think he's – I think he's one of those – like, why – they're, they're eight and seven and one and three in the conference he, right now. That's my only thing. Is like, and they gotta go. I say they no. play at Virginia this week. They gotta play Duke. They gotta play UNC. They gotta play Louisville. Yeah, FSU. no, they're gonna be bad. They're, they're gonna, gonna be, be bad. really, really bad. I just know how much longer I say, he's gonna I, hang on. I say no because there's no one knocking on the door. He'll leave when he wants to leave. Yeah. I think he's gonna want to have one more good, good go at. He's he's like a he's like Brady, man. Well, you think Brady? Brady's not Hopkins going out though, like that. Is, yeah, Washington though. Give him him He's he's got it rolling. So. Um, all right, real quick. There has are not my guy. I don't think he's anybody's guy. But Dan Dockich, um, among among a, a, among a, a limited people in the media, are there was like a somewhat I wouldn't even say um, argument really, but people were saying that Kentucky and Louisville is the best rivalry in college basketball. Yeah. I think that's 
I don't know if Dockage is trolling. I don't really think he understands trolling, so I don't think he can. I really do think he believes it. Um, and plenty of people talked about it. Titus and Trill Withers over at Barstool. Um, let's just... I don't even. I feel weird even arguing this because it's not. There is no argument. I mean, Duke UNC is that transcends college basketball. That's a top five rivalry in all of sports. Yes. It's the number one rivalry in college basketball. I would say it's the number one rivalry in college sports. Now, the SEC football fans would have something. Alabama, Auburn. Yep, the Iron Michigan, Bowl, Ohio State, yep, Big Ten for sure. And I'm but still arguing more. I'm still arguing Duke Carolina is the best college sports. One, now, yeah, there's the, an argument the one, there. You can say the proximity to the campus. You yep. can say the the history between the programs, the national championships between. Yep. It's not close. Yep. So that's the thing. And like Louisville, I think part of it too. If you want to make an argument, um, Louisville. As great as a program Louisville is, they have two championships. Mm-hmm. And like we said, it's probably the best arena in college basketball and nice arenas. It got it literally that city is like perfect for like people mm-hmm. don't realize. I think we both think I think it's Louisville's like a top five job. Yep. Top ten. And so they're probably both top five top two jobs. But I think of those top five jobs, you'd probably say UNC, Duke, Kentucky, and Louisville. Yep. But Louisville's the one that I think you ask an average fan. If you're an average fan, you're like, ah, Louisville, like they they've won a couple times. Yeah. Duke UNC, everyone knows like, oh, those are the prime time like number one programs. Yeah. And I think what's interesting too is just I and, and I went the same I, conference. Yeah, yeah, of course. I would not have thought that they played um, so many like Duke and Carolina have played 251 times and Kentucky and Louisville have played, let me see if I can do the math. 57 uh, 63 times. Yes, I mean, and that's it's not even close. Like I, if you, I didn't know that at all. I would have said, yeah, they, they've always been, but they play every year. What do you mean? I, like I literally would have thought that. Yeah. Kentucky leads the series 37 to 16. Okay, so just like right there, like it's not really close. Um, now you can say the only thing I'll say to them, but you can make the same argument with, like in UNC is the living situation. Like my uncle lived in Louisville for the past like 15 years, and it's like. One house in Louisville is a Louisville flag. The next house is probably Kentucky. Oh, right? sure. There is like sure. real life hatred, sure. and it's part of because like the state they're in. Part sure. of it's just like it's such a culture of like because they don't have the professional teams. You're either a Wildcat fan, or you're a Cardinal fan, and I get that. But if you want to try and bring in history behind it, no. if you want to try and bring like you could, but the thing Duke and UNC like the campuses. Yeah, the, the history's thing, the only, there. The, only the coaches knock, are if I'm there. In Louisville, Kentucky. If I think the other way, the only knock I'm making is oh well. Duke fans are just like it's a country. Duke fans are more of a countrywide thing. It's not yeah, like yeah. concentrated in Durham, sure. North Carolina. Sure, and so you can say that, but but like, that like, doesn't make that a better rivalry. Like under Calipari, Kentucky's eleven and two versus Louisville. So like, what yeah. rivalry are we talking about? That's Patino number one. Made it a little interesting playing coaching for both, obviously. Yeah, that was interesting. But then we go down to we go to. Carolina and Duke. North Carolina leads the series all time, 139 to 112. Um, the current win streak nowadays never goes over like three. Yeah. Um, and the current win streak is one. Duke, and in, in they beat them in March last year. Yeah. One, and it was only because they played them in the NCAA tournament. tournament. They lost twice in the regular season and then beat them in the NCAA, in the ACC. ACC tur- sorry, ACC in the ACC tournament, like. You can break down all the numbers you want. I just don't – I fundamentally I don't, don't understand close. how you can argue it. I mean, um, it's not – like, and you look – and obviously part of it goes with they always play, like, around New Year's, around Christmas is when the Kentucky-Louisville game is. 
when you get in the heart of college basketball season, just watch the commercials on ESPN when yeah, they're promoting yeah, yeah. Duke UNC. And it's like, you know. CBS is SEC, and just, that game's usually on, SEC, on, on CBS and it's ESPN, but it's like, it's all you hear about. Yeah. Remember last it. year, the Zion game? When you talking, when he blew out a shooter? Oh, uh, so Barack brutal. Obama was there. And granted, that was part of Zion and the freshman, but like, the president's oh, president, not gone. The president was there in Cameron Indoor. Yeah. It's not even close. Um, but, anything, I mean, is that? I mean, That's it, it baby. I was, the only thing 50, I was going to say, I was just looking through the standings right now. Got to give it, I got to give out, like, two couple couple teams I do want to make quick, quick notes of. Yeah. Duquesne Dukes. Oh, don't do this to me, dude. I'm sorry. They're 13-2 and two overall. Ugh. <sighs> Three and zero in the A ten. You got to update so they everybody. Are, so they are. They have to win the A ten though. They have to win it this year. Yes. That's the only thing, dude. If this, if Dayton wasn't so good this year, I think they really could. Because Dayton's two and zero, Richmond's two and zero, VCU's two and zero. Like the conference is really good, but they're thirteen and two and three and zero in the A ten. Like they're legit. Um, so that's tough. They do have to win the conference. Um, no, I thought it was just make the tournament this year. Next year is win the conference. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're. They have a great chance because the yeah because is so this good. year yeah, because that, that Taylor just, that was just saying turned that argument against you. Yeah, because so Taylor was saying if they do both this for year for those that haven't caught on this on yeah. this other episodes, Paul has a four year bet, and that Duquesne basically the last two parts that they've checked off like the amount of wins. Now it is year three make the tournament, year four win the conference, which is trending no, in no. that direction. You said wait wait wait. You year said three, win the they conference. have to make the yeah. So, so year, year three, have to make, make the tournament. The tournament. Yes. Year four they have to win that. But if they win this the tournament, it's over. They yeah, get exactly, both the night. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So they are three and zero. And honestly, with Dayton, Richmond, VCU, them all being good teams, they could probably get in as an at large if their resume is good enough. Um, so, I I texted so Taylor Duquesne, the other day. Like I think you had like insider information. It's because this is the most absurd it turnaround. Yeah, a lot of faith in Keith Dambrot. and oh man, can coach that. Um, and then the other, and there's two couple other teams I want to make notes. Shout Liberty Flames, sixteen and one, two and zero in the wow. conference. Um, Rich McKay, they're doing. I mean, it's Virginia. It was like minor league Virginia team. They play yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of the same way. Um, so they're rolling. Your Providence Friars. How about three and zero? How turn, about the they have turned it around? They've won four in a row. They're three and zero in the Big East. They were six and six. Um, now they're ten and six. For, I don't know what's happening. Tied for first. Um, so beating good teams. We don't know what's going on. Exactly. Marquette. Um, what? No. Exactly. So great spot for them. And then the last couple, um, Ohio Bobcats. Shout out to Jeff Bowles. Got his first MAC win at Let's home. Let's go. Uh, so they're one one. Um, as well as our boy Bryce Barnes. William Mary, yeah, Bryce. Bryce Barnes. They are three and zero in the CAA. All right. William Mary. Um, also, shout out to Danny and Pat Rogers yes. in Delaware. They got to get a win. They are, tomorrow. James Madison. They're playing James Madison. I know. Yes, I was texting with Scotty there, there today. So um, I, I don't know where my allegiance is going to lie there, but I think there's going to be a change coming soon to JMU. So Ooh, I'm going to ride the wow. allegiance. To All right, the let's go hands. Delaware. Let's go um, Delaware. And then there's one last team. I'm oh. John Gross, Akron Zips, they're twelve and three, two and zero in the two and zero in the MAC. And there was a tweet that came out from coaching changes that said, "Is John Gross the Jim?" Yeah, Christian? that's just hilarious. It was on it where he's like, "Can he just win at any MAC job?" Like, and he should have stayed there. The granted, ball, the ball. Granted, he's at the two best, like two of the three. They say yeah. Akron, Ohio, Kent State. Like, yep. yeah, like it's easier. And like, and Christian was at Kent State in Ohio, so yep. it's like, yeah, they're, they're yeah, you can't do that. But I mean. Gross is in year three. Yep. He got like a seven-year deal. Oh, um, I think I think he's going to try and ride that out. But as I say yeah. that, I also think like he you would, think he, would, he, would li- he would literally be the one to do it. He would just make another jump? I. 
So I, don't I think know. he falls in the middle. I think like I think like they, like in eight. Or do you think like he's a, just done? He's gonna be at Akron until he, I can't until they him, kick him out. I can't see him staying at Akron. And we, 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 we the dude's so competitive. If he get like, I think like I said I think Dayton is like a good like, yeah, in yeah yeah yeah. I don't I don't know if like Big Ten's there or not. But um, shout to I know he would love Shout, to, shout to four, exactly that. You know, yeah, Cincy. Yeah, get that. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then Xavier shout out Dante Jackson. Um, yeah, I mean they're doing all right. And then uh, that's I think that's, that was it. Um, Episode fifty, man. Halfway there, halfway to triple digits. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, we'll be we'll probably get one more out before you head out west, right? Yeah, I'll Little be Vegas out west trip next week. Uh, no, no Vegas, Cali for a week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas right. in February. And put some futures down. And that's gonna be. I, the odds better be good because, like, I feel like I can put, like, there can't be, uh, it'd probably be Duke maybe, like, five, to, and February yeah, 7th, know. February 8th, like, you can't have, we can't have a legit, legit favorite. No. There's got to be not. some, like, true quality lines. Not you got to take a weird one. Who would, if you would, if you won right now, outside of the AP. Like, Oregon. Oh, you mean outside of the top 25? I wanna see, not outside of the top 25. Uh-oh. Um, I want to see like outside of somebody the top, absurd outside of the top the current top five, so which is Gonzaga, Kansas, Duke, Gonzaga, Kansas, Duke, Baylor, Butler. Auburn. Oh, um, so, who would you put on? Oh man, you put me on the spot. I know because I, I this we'll end it with this because I'm. Oh, I, okay. San Diego. Oh, San Diego State's still fifteen. No, there's two teams left undefeated, right? Auburn and San Diego State. That's yep. it. Um, San Diego State best start since Kawhi in 2011. How about that? Um, I would do Maryland, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky's got to be pretty good just to do it, but I wouldn't do them. Um, Texas Tech, I still like them. I like Texas Tech. I think I I do like Texas Tech. It's, it's I'm going Maryland. Put some money on Maryland or Ohio State title. or Ohio State. I want I want to like Ohio State so bad. They just disappoint, they disappoint me. But um, yeah, I'd probably honestly I'd probably go Mar. It's an you know what? No. I put it at least at this point, they've fallen off. Go I don't the odds. I go global because yeah, yeah, you got yeah. where they won their With national the championship in Atlanta. Final four. Go. I gotta back, I gotta go back to Atlanta. Final Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. do it. We'll look at it. Gotta do that. Alright. Episode fifty. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Keep the ball bouncing. Deuces. Lately I've been feeling like this is what I've been working towards. If you ain't trying to be the boss and tell me what you're working for. Certain doors are closed, but now they opening up. Celebrating with some shots, maybe poke on a cup. Pull, slush, rustles up next, and I got this. Crazy like Britney and the love so toxic. Got a wall up, I'm trying to infiltrate a conscious. Taking 12 shots like where the cops is. Come on.